Verbally Effective with Ina Esco is an interview-style podcast that intersects art, culture, politics, and entertainment with a Memphis focus. Each week, I'm joined by a featured guest with roots in Memphis. Verbally Effective delves into each guest's personal journey to uncover the incredible stories fueling their purpose, the highs and lows of their pursuits, and how through their passion, they are moving the culture forward. Be sure to follow Verbally Effective and Ina Esco on Instagram. Also, download the Verbally Effective podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play Music. Don't forget to check out the website and submit to be a guest at verballyeffective.com. Hey, it's your boy, Emmy Award-winning news anchor from the Memphis area, now representing the Bay Area for NBC, and I am hanging with Ina Esco in Verbally Effective Podcast. Hi, this is Bobby J, program director and morning personality for WDIA, hanging out with Ina Esco on the Verbally Effective Podcast. Exact Tax Prep is an independently owned tax preparation company specializing in preparing and electronically filing federal and state income tax returns for individuals and small businesses. Contact Email Sagi Jr. with the Exact Tax team to provide you with the top of the line tax strategies. By educating clients on new and existing tax laws, Emil's goal is to ensure that you make the right financial decision. Contact Email Sagi Jr. today at 901-752-9152 or email ESIGEE at EDXACTTAXPREP.com. edition of the Verbally Effective Podcast. I'm your host, your double E, Ina Esco. You know, this podcast intersects art, culture, politics, entertainment with a Memphis focus. That's right. We are shining the light on these amazing Memphians out here. And check it out. Before we get started, I want to send a huge shout out to the Consortium MMT. We are podcasting in this amazing state-of-the-art studio. Big shout out to David Porter and my team, Ari the Genius, Patrick, Brandon, and Morel. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on all streaming platforms, the Ina Esco YouTube channel. Hey, get some merch. Get some verbally effective merch as well. But let's get right into it. I got my girl in the building with me and she is actually the first Uh-oh. verbally effective guest that will be seated next to me for the second time in four years. Hey. Ooh, ooh. Yes, I am talking about the amazing Janine Bully Love Gordon, former traffic anchor over there. At uh, Channel 5, yeah. former host of Bluff City Life, okay. former media radio personality. Yes, I have a lot of formers in there, you don't You got I? some formers. We're going to yes. talk about those formers. Okay. Okay. And you are currently running for Shelby County Juvenile Court Clerk. Yes, I am. You got a lot going on, What's lady. What's up? You know, up, my life has always been busy, and so why slow down now? Yes. How are you feeling today? I feel great. I feel wonderful. And the way I describe it to people, it's kind of like if it were my birthday today, I had just won Powerball, you know, like $326 million or something ooh, like that. My ooh. birthday is 326 Dang. And it were Christmas mm-hmm. all at the same time. That's how good I feel. Oh, 
wow. Now, yeah, life is good. Look, I know you've been at those polls. It's voting yes. time in Memphis. Yeah. What did your day look like today? So today I got up and uh, walked the dog. And so that was about 6 o'clock this morning. Of course, I had my meditation and my prayer. I start every day off that way. And uh, did a few phone calls. And by that time, it was time to head out to the polls. I left at about 1040. Uh, I started at Riverside Missionary Baptist Church right there on South 3rd Street. It was busy. It was good to see people coming out. I was able to take pictures. We were able to talk. Left there, went to Abundant Grace on East Shelby Drive. Oh, you on the grind. Left there and came here. Okay, that's my day. Now, when I sit down (laughs) and I'm still for about five minutes, I may take a nap. Wow, wow. You know what, Janine, we're going to get all into the the politics. I want to start at something that you mentioned. You said you started your day walking your dog. And what the Verbally Effective podcast audience may not know, you are an animal lover. I am. We have eight dogs. Okay. So we have a 17-year-old boxer, and then we have Connie Corsos. A lot of people like to say Cane Corsos. They're Italian, so it's Connie Corso. I Italian. Mm-hmm. Italian Mastiffs. So uh, we keep four at the farm. And then we kind of keep the others here in the city. So they're city country dogs. Wow. Mm-hmm. And I purchased Zola. Zola. And her auntie is <laughs> Zoe. So, yes. yes. So you have. So welcome to the family. You have broken me into yeah. the Kane Corso, Corso. Yeah. family. And I love Zola. I know you do. But she getting big as hell. <laughs> Look, she getting big as hell. I'm like, wait a minute. And you shedding everywhere, girl. Yeah, that means it's getting warm outside. And I'm wondering how she's going to adjust. Continue to brush and give her that bath and take her on her walks, and she'll be okay. And you mentioned farm. Yeah. So you got a whole farm. So we have a farm in Marvel, Arkansas. Okay. Five-acre pond. You can go down, you know, during the height of the pandemic where everyone was trying to find somewhere to not go, we went to the farm. Peaceful, uh, sits on several acres, and so before you, beautiful sunsets, sunrise. Uh, it's just a great way to get away. It's the country, so we ride the ATVs, the side-by-sides. The dog can run around. All eight of them can run around off-leash. Mm-hmm. But it's just fun. Do you, you love know? it? We fish. And peaceful. We, Sounds yeah, peaceful. Yeah, I can shoot the 12-gauge. or Ooh. You know, we have a shooting range. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I'm a country, city girl. Mm. One month. A country city girl from Glenview, right? Glenview. So I grew up all over Memphis. My dad's mother grew up and raised her boys in Glenview. But I also grew up in South Memphis. I went to La Rose. My mother went to BTW. My grandmother went to BTW. I went to uh, Father Bertrand there on Kerr. Mm. So that was thanks to my grandmother living there in Glenview. Uh, But Raleigh, Whitehaven, where my parents married, they lived on Aldrich, right off of Shelby Drive. So uh, that's where I first had my pony, who um, ran down Shelby Drive after all the adults got drunk at the birthday party for the kid. And the pony ran down Shelby Drive. So, yeah, I'm kind of all over. But Glenview is my heart. It's my heart. I still reside there. Uh, It was my grandmother's house. It's a historic district. Um, And I just love it, you know. Uh, Most of the people that are still there knew me when I was a little girl who was able to ride her bike and walk the streets until the streetlights came on. I remember those days. And once the streetlights came on, my grandmother said, I don't need you walking down the street. I don't need you walking down the driveway. You need to be in this house. Okay, expeditiously, yes. expeditiously. Absolutely. Wow, yeah. so some of those same people are still there. Yes. That's amazing. Especially uh, the lady who lives next door, Miss Johnson. Mm-hmm. She has been there for a long time. Wow. 
So wow. let's see. I just turned a year older, March 26th of this year. So I believe Ms. Johnson has been there about 48 years. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, and it speaks to, you know, Memphis and the Memphis culture. And, yeah. you know, people just wanting to preserve what they have. And that neighborhood is really thriving. You know, it thrived 40 years ago when my grandmother moved there, but it is really changing. And uh, a lot of people, you know, they can't go over to Cooper Young or Midtown, and now they're heading over to Glenview because it's still, you know, Midtown-ish, mm-hmm. South Memphis-ish. Uh, but, you know, every home is different. You know, they were built anywhere from 1908 to 1928. And so nice we homes, love it. Yeah. yeah. Roomy homes. Exactly. I got Hardwood floors. <laughs> Basements. Basements in some of them. Absolutely. Yeah. So I love Glenview. Okay. So, Janine. Yes. When I first met you Uh in radio over 20 years ago, you were Janine Gordon on Mm K97 Morning Show. Yes. And, you know, your career in radio has Mm -hmm. matriculated. You even, you know, transitioned into news. I did. And now you are... Getting into politics, but I said when I met you, you were Janine Gordon. Uh huh. So now I know on the ballot it says Janine Fully Love Gordon. Mm-hmm. So why is Fully Love up in there? Well, first of all, my mother is Janice Fully Love, the current juvenile court clerk. And I don't think a lot clerk. of people know that. Yeah, maybe not. I know uh, the Commercial Appeal did an article. And there were several people, from former Congress people, who called and said, I did not know Janice was your mother. And I'm going, really? Where have you been? Right, because I um, knew that. But, yeah, she's been my mother my entire life, mm-hmm. all 50 years. And Emery Gordon is my father. Mm-hmm. I have a mother and a father, a fully love and a Gordon. Boom. And I, boom, I put them together. Mm-hmm. On Facebook, I'm Janine Ramel. A lot of people said, oh, when did you get married? I didn't get married. My middle name and my mother's middle name, Ramel. She is Janice Ramel. I'm Janine Ramel. Mm-hmm. And there you have it. Boom. That's it. There it is. Mm-hmm. Now, speaking of radio and TV, do you miss it? I miss radio. Mm-hmm. Um, television, I enjoy television, but my first love was always radio. Mm-hmm. And I think that will always be... You know, that little space in my heart and maybe in my vocal cords Mm -hmm. uh, for radio. Mm -hmm. I like television and uh, I enjoyed it, but it didn't show a lot of my personality until I created Bluff City Life. Mm -hmm. And then I was able to, you know, give them a little of me, a little more of Janine other than what they saw, you know, with the traffic report. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I love, 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 love radio, and I miss it. But, you know, radio was not television money, so let's just say Ooh, um, you so move on I, in okay, advance. Okay, <laughs> Now, you are running for Shelby County Juvenile Court Clerk. Mm-hmm. What does that position entail, and why okay. are you running? Well, first of all, my mother, like I said earlier, is the current clerk. Uh, there, the juvenile court clerk. She is retiring. My mother uh, was a council member for more than 15 years. Mm-hmm. Um, so she has been immersed in politics all my life. You talk about being a public servant. That's how I was raised. Mm-hmm. Um, and anything that she could do for anybody, she always did. And more than 20 years ago, when I was just getting started in radio, she said, it's time for you to run for office. No, I'm good where I am. I'm fine. You know, and you don't always have to listen to your mother. Um, but, and then when she decided to retire, 
I thought I needed to do something that was more impactful. And you think being on television, having your own show, that's it. Asking those questions, interviewing everyone from the politicians to the entertainers to the artists, everybody in between, I was able to have them on the show and speak to them about what was always needed in the community. And, you know, the pandemic happened. Mm -hmm. And it allowed me to pause reassess, reflect, and make sure that I was doing the absolute best thing. This is a community where I was born and raised. My parents born and raised here. They married here, divorced here, remarried here. My siblings, the majority of them are still here. Um, You know, my mother participated in civil rights. Um, My grandmother was uh, in Eye on the Prize. They showed that when we were at Central High School. And so I figured if I was going to do anything else in this community— I needed to go to where I would have a bigger voice. And you think your voice is already big enough Mm -hmm. on radio and television? No, it needed to be bigger as an elected official. And so I decided to switch course. Yes, you did. And head into that feel of being another public servant in my household. Was it hard to say goodbye uh, to Bluff City? It's so hard. No, it wasn't because I was making the right choice for me and for those in the community. So it wasn't hard to say goodbye. I missed some of the people there, yeah. but it wasn't hard to say goodbye because I knew I was doing the right thing. We enjoyed you on Blood Thank City you. Life. Thank um, you. And I agree, your personality did come out. Come out, yes. Yes, yeah. yes. And you want that because, you know, you want, you know, the the city of Memphis and uh, who you're catering to, your audience, to know more about you. Mm-hmm. You know. And one thing for sure. If they didn't know anything else that happened on Bluff City Life about me, they knew I loved to eat. Okay, okay. I love to eat. You see all this extra? Girl, you look good. You look good. You look good. You see all this extra? Girl, extra's good, honey. <laughs> extra's good. Now, I like it sometimes until it's like, ooh, nope, can't wear that dress, you, can't wear that look, shirt. Look, you know the put pandemic put a lot of extra ooh, in there. Hey. Help me, Lord. But we back mm-hmm. outside, so the extra kind we back of out. Look, I'm getting tanned and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's it's a campaign tan. Yes, it looks like good on you, honey. Thank you. Now, tell the audience mm-hmm. what is the role of the Shelby County Juvenile okay. Court Clerk. Okay, so it, it sounds like it should be all about children because juvenile is in there. Juvenile is in there, and it stands out. Yes, mm-hmm. it is not all about children. Mm. It is an administrative position. It's the clerk. It's the keeper of the records. So when a family member goes in, maybe it's a foster parent. When they go in, they may have to go to the clerk's office. They may have to pay a fine or a fee. They may have a warrant that was issued. The process servers are in the clerk's office. The minute clerks, they get those dockets ready for the judges and the magistrates. And so when the judge is finished, he's issued whatever order he's going to issue or made whatever decision, then that goes back to the clerk's office for them to record whatever fines or fees need to be collected. And then also you have, again, you have that IT department. Juvenile court is one of very few offices who have their own IT director. So you have that IT director. And then you have cost and collections. You have to collect those fines and fees. Now, my mother, along with Sheriff Bonner, in 2019, they were able to get rid of the fines and fees for the juveniles who were detained You know, because most of the people who come down who have children who are down there, transportation is a problem. Mm -hmm. And they really can't pay those fines and fees. So they did get rid of that. But there are other fines and fees that could be collected. 
It's an office that has a $4.5 million budget, about 85 positions. Currently, there are 10 positions that are vacant. Um, It is also an office that is undergoing the process of becoming electronic by 2023. Well, hallelujah. Well, let me tell you this. When my mother started, she implemented this phase, and I, I was thinking, 20, you know, every day, it's not electric. It, you're you still doing think, paper? You, you know, think. it's just in my yeah. head. And so, no, they paper files, stacks of paper, you know. And, um, and so they're trying to implement being electronic by 2023. Also, in May, uh, they will try out a kiosk for everyone to pay their child support payments. And let's talk about child support payments. Let's talk about it. Because under Judge Turner, he allowed child support collections and payments to be outsourced with a company called Maximus. That contract is up in 2023. I would like to review it and see if we could bring the collection of child support payments back to the Shelby County Juvenile Court building Mm. there on Adams, right? Because you can have better paying jobs. And you will also have that money here in Shelby County. January, February, and March of this year, Juvenile Court, they collected about $222,000 each month. Well, if you add that up over the Mm -hmm. course of five years, that's about $13 million that will be back here at a local bank Mm -hmm. with employees who are making more than $15 an hour, you know, maybe $42,000 to $60,000 an hour. So it's something that I really want to reevaluate. And lastly, listen, I know we have millions of programs that are great for mothers who need resources and tools. But guess what? There are fathers out there who need those same resources and tools. I met a young man the other day. He has custody of both of his children. He lost his driver's license. So once he lost his driver's license, he lost his job. Now, where is he supposed to go? Mm. How is he supposed to take care of those two children? The mother is no longer in the picture. Mm. So we have to be able to provide programs and resources and tools for our fathers who are doing what they need to do for their yeah. children. And you so, don't often hear about, you know, those cases with the father. You do not. You do not. And lastly, for our attorneys who take on those cases, I want to have a designated room for them because they just, if their case is at 9 o'clock and maybe it gets pushed back to 10 or 11, they have to go find somewhere in the hall or a cubicle where they can pull out their laptop. You know, there needs to be a designated room for them. And so um, I'm going to come in and do that, do some reassessing of the staff, you know, mm-hmm. some retraining to make sure everyone is in the proper position and role um, to make sure that we are, again, being as efficient as possible because it's your money, it's my money, it's his You know, it's yeah. our money as well. Because part of that budget comes from the state, but the other part comes from each citizen here in Shelby County. And so I want to make sure that I'm understanding that our money works hard mm-hmm. and you don't want it to be wasted. And so there we have it. It sounds like you got a solid <laughs> plan. And I do. You know what? You brought up quite a few things I didn't even know mm-hmm. about this position. Yeah. Um, one thing I do want to know, how long is the position? Four years. Four years. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So you'll be, you know. I'll be in there for four years. And then we're going to run again. And then we're going to keep it moving. Well, you never know, you know. I've gotten struck by the bug. Okay, okay. You know, there's no going back to television or radio. Elevate, elevate. Um, So who knows? Yes. Uh, Mayor Janine. You can put it out there. 
Go okay, ahead. Okay, okay. <laughs> we have major You just never know. You never know. You just know. never know. Okay, yeah, I can yeah. see you doing that as well. <laughs> I can see you doing that as But we well. are going to concentrate on being the absolute best juvenile court clerk administration this county, this city has ever seen. Wow. You mentioned them folks still uh, using the paper, the paper, the they old are. antiquated system. Yes. And another thing, I, and I know many of the employees down there, my mother came in and gave everyone a raise at juvenile court clerk's office, right? So they call it the fully funded, fully love. Mm. Because a lot of people aren't making over $40,000. Wow. And so you want to be able to say thank you, but I want you to also be able to afford, you know, to live. And and so you want them to have a livable wage. And I know Mm -hmm. they work for the county government, but, you know, sometimes as a clerk you can push for additional raises. Mm -hmm. And I heard you say that you're going to reassess the outsource of the child support payments. Why do they outsource it? It was Originally. it was supposed to be a lot easier, and the process was supposed to be streamlined mm-hmm. because, you know, if you hear from parents 20 years ago, they weren't getting their money, and it took them forever. Well, I hear the same thing with Maximus. Mm-hmm. I spoke with a woman the other day. She has a foster uh, daughter who's been with her since the child was three months old. The child is 14 years old, mm. and she has yet to receive any Child support payments. Baby. I know, right? Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, you have your work ahead of you, hon. Yeah, listen, I've always been up for a great challenge. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when the challenge is something that is going to be rewarding for families and those children, then it's worth it. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's well, Janine, you know, you got my vote. <laughs> Thank you. You know, a, a lot of the Memphis community yeah. is supporting you, of course. And, you know, I think we're in early voting still right now, right? Early voting is underway, and it goes through April 28th. Okay. And then Election Day is May 3rd. This is the Democratic primary. So once the winners come out of this, then it's time to go into the general, August 4th. You also have all of your judges who are only up every eight years. So you'll have your judges, you know, and you'll have your juvenile court clerk on the Democratic side going against the Republican Okay. Yeah. So I know you've been out there on the campaign yes. getting tanned up already. How can I we support I put up sunscreen? Girl, you good. <laughs> you good. How can we support your campaign? Well, first of all, you can go to JaneenGordon.com, J A N E E N G O R D O N dot com. Volunteers, you know, poll workers, you can sponsor a poll worker, you can donate to the campaign because moving out of the primary We have to go into the general. So those Mm. signs, these push cards, you know, paying for billboards, you know, paying for those poll workers, it takes a lot to run a campaign. Mm. It really does. Mm. It takes a lot of money. It takes a lot of your time. You know, you are uh, leaving your family a lot of the time. You're on the phone. You're in a meeting. You're going somewhere else. You're attending a fundraiser. So, you know, uh, your family... um, takes the brunt of it as well. They sacrifice a lot, you know, for you to run. And so uh, I hope that everyone who is behind me, however small your donation is, it's never too small. You can donate up to $1,600 as an individual. Okay. Um, But I'll take it all, you know. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take it all. (laughs) Verbally effective audience, please donate to Janine's campaign. 
become become a poll worker. Like yeah. you know, help out her whole campaign to become the poll next workers Shelby get one hundred twenty five dollars. Oh, for did the y'all day. hear that? <laughs> y'all get one hundred twenty five dollars a day. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. You know the great resignation going on right now. I know mm-hmm. you could get a lot. You can of find power. something else to do in the yes. meantime. You can be a part of the process. You can see how many candidates come out, and that's the other thing. You know, you want to be able to say hello and shake their hands. You know, Mm -hmm. we're back to shaking hands again, and I'm back Mm -hmm. to hugging people again. Mm -hmm. You want to be able to see your candidate, Mm -hmm. because if you can see how a candidate is running their campaign, it gives you a glimpse as to how they'll run their office. True. If you never see them, if you never see them working, that's part of how they will run their office. Mm. And if you're not out working now, you're not going to work when you get in. Okay, okay. How is the camaraderie among you and your component, opponents? You um, know? You know, those who are in the race with me or yes. just those who in are race, out? In the race with you. Um, yeah, you know, um, competition is something. And I think it, um, uh, some people are fearful mm. of the right person being in their midst. And um, some people are intimidated by a strong woman. Strong black woman. A strong black, educated, professional woman who speaks her mind and knows what she's doing. And I don't have to say, and I did something for the kids. I can tell you what the office is going to do. Okay. So I I think there is some type of intimidation Mm-hmm. You know, if I go out and my opponent is out there, I'm not running, baby. I'm staying. Mm-hmm. I'm going out there for every single voter that comes out. But I've seen a few of them leave when I arrive. But mm-hmm. it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's Intimidation okay. and fear is actually pretty good. But you know that, and I don't do it on purpose. It's just who I am. It is who mm-hmm. you are, and and I can attest to that yeah. because that's one of the reasons I've always looked up to you because yes. you've always, you know, um, stood your ground. Mm-hmm. You've always you know, had an opinion on things, yes. especially as a black woman, yeah. especially especially in radio, right? Mm-hmm. Male-dominated industry. You were the one in the meeting saying what you had to say, right. speaking up to the program director. And, you know, I could think of only so many black women or women in general that did that. Yeah. So well, I, if we I've don't always speak up, up for you. ourselves, then when you do get in a position to help others, then they're going yeah. to question if you've never been able to be vocal about something, True. if you've never been able to help somebody and pull somebody up along the way, how can you help me now? Yeah. So, yes, that's girl, where we are. Carry the torch, <laughs> honey. Honey. Well, Jenny, we're about to have fun. Okay. Now. Okay. We're, I thought we were having fun already. We are Hold on. Fun. Okay. It's about to get a little spicy. We're about oh to do gosh. a little Memphis okay. trivia since you're a hometown Memphis gal. Mm. You know, um, shout out to Ari the Genius who suggested this lovely, (laughs) lovely segment to the show. This is actually a new segment. I think I'll move forward with some of these uh, trivia. Okay. Okay. Let's see how good and how well. Lord, I think my hot flash is going to start kicking in. Okay. (laughs) I think you got this in the bag. Okay. Okay. So Memphis is known as the blank capital of the world. Memphis is known as the blank capital of the world. Give me the blank. I know we were always called, you know, the city on the bluff. 
Mm-hmm. But when it comes to being the blank capital of the world, it has to do with what you love to do, what you used to love at Bluff City. Mm-hmm. Oh, eating? Mm-hmm. Are we known as the eating capital of the, the world? The barbecue. Oh, you're food related. <laughs> okay. I'm like, what? Oh. Okay. Music and barbecue. Okay. Yeah. Um, Ari, I'll get you for that one. Get her for that one, honey. Get her for that one. The barbecue capital, yes. Now, now, mm. now, I did get this offline, so some of the information is a little dated, but, Ooh, but okay. I do like some of these. Well, I'm a little dated myself. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay, so oh, my next hair looks question. Good. I know you know this one. What was the first African-American formatted radio station out here throughout the Mississippi Delta? WDIA. Okay, WDIA. You got a lot of history with WDIA. I do. I uh, Bobby OJ hired me, and, of course, my mother had a talk show on DIA at the time. And so when she would be out, I was able to step in and do her talk show for her. So... DIA has a lot of history. Um, my mother worked there for years, and then I was able to work there, and then I went on to K97. So, yeah, I love WDIA. Yes. Ooh. And, you know, we used to love how your mom <laughs> said WDIA. Yeah, and she would always say, it's not W. What it's is not W. It's W. w. Yeah. There you go. See, you got it. See, I got it. <laughs> I got it. Okay, last okay. question. Last trivia question. Oh, this is the last question. one? Okay. This is the last one. I got a, I got a 50 right now on my uh, test because no, I got the good. first one wrong and the second one right. <laughs> you, you, about to, you about to ask this one. Now, this is a particular music artist. Now, he claims Memphis, but he is really from Millington, Tennessee. Justin Timberlake. Boom! You got that one. (laughs) You got that one real quick. (laughs) Look, let me give you one more. Okay. For added measure. For added measure. Now, a lot of artists have come through Memphis to record, right? And Drake is known for recording in the studio. Bruno Mars is known for recording in this studio. It's a legendary studio in Memphis. Yes. I'll give you the first two letters. R-R. Royal Studio. Boom! See, you know your stuff. <laughs> you I was know like, it. So. You got it. Let's give Janine Justin a also hand. went over his stacks. Oh, thank you, <laughs> I didn't get an A because I couldn't fill in the blank with the capital barbecue. Cap- okay. It's all good. It's oh, all listen, good. I'm competitive. I wanted an A on this test I or know, trivia. I know. So I missed the first one. I think you did a great job, though. Well, you know, you. Uh, we're getting ready for Memphis in May, the barbecue festival. Yeah. I thought that would have been a good yes. question for you. Do you participate? I do. Okay. Not mm-hmm. as much as I, you know, when I was in yeah. radio and television and you had to really be down there to do your remote. Yeah. Now I can go and enjoy, you know, mm-hmm. because sometimes when you're working, you don't enjoy it as much. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now I can enjoy it um, as an elected official who yes. goes down to Memphis in May. Yes, because you Although, got it in a bag. Well, I, I, I want to continue to put the work in. Okay. I don't want to take any voter for granted. Okay. And I don't want to take for granted that everyone knows me because I've been on television for nine and a half years, giving them traffic updates, and I was really the most accurate traffic reporter you've ever seen in your life. Okay, I okay. know the back streets, and I know how to get there. I know the landmarks that'll help you realize you're in the right place. And so I'm even better than Google. Oh, 
better than Google better. And than I'm no longer there, but I know you yes. miss me. So, yeah, yeah, I don't want to take anyone for granted and their vote. I just want everyone. And, you know, that's the other thing. Man, I wish we see so many of our seniors there going to the polls. I, I met a man yesterday, 92 years old. He had asked his daughter for two days to take him to vote because he wanted to come and vote for me. And I just mm. happened to be there at the poll oh, he was when so excited. he arrived to vote. But I want to see more young people, and I keep asking that question, you know, where are our 21-year-olds, our 25-year-olds, our 30-year-olds? Why aren't more of them showing up at the polls? What else do we need to do uh, to educate them about the process, to make them realize that they need to be involved, especially on the local level? Everyone gets excited, you know, when it's time to uh, vote for the president of the United States, but you yeah. control so much more at the local level. And, you know, and you think about your paychecks, your housing, yeah. your transportation. That's all controlled at the local level. So I want more of our young people to get involved. And when we think about that demographic, uh, that's more so your millennial Mm -hmm. generation. Why do you think that? Well, I have one, two, I have five nieces between the age of 21 and 29, six. And I've sat down and had this conversation with each of them. And it's always, well, what is it going to do for me? What Mm -hmm. do I get out of it? How is it going to help me? It's me, 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 and me. So I really want to find a way to say this is how it's going to affect you. Mm -hmm. This is how your life will change. This is what it will do if you don't. You know, you want that paycheck to continue to grow. You know, you want to go to school. You want the streets that you're driving on not to tear your car up. Okay. You know, this is how it's going to affect you. Yeah. That rent that you're paying, if it continues to go, you know, this is how it will affect All you. Right. So, Especially if this is a city that you want to live in. And any other city, you yeah. know, it it's going to depend on the local politicians and public Mm -hmm. servants who are there with boots on the ground and people on the ground to really uh, help us all understand the process. Because there's still a lot that I learn on a daily basis um, just about the whole entire process of it, you know. So uh, my great-grandmother said to me, and I would always say it on Bluff City Life, if you don't learn something new every day, you can stop growing. Mm. And so I never want to stop growing. I never want to stop learning. So I try to learn something new every single day. And this process of being a candidate for juvenile court clerk continues to teach me that. Yes. Any any last words for for the people out there? Um, in the city you know of what? And I think it was that. I, you know, in terms of trying to have more and more young people engaged um, with the process, I think is something that once the election is over, we as elected officials, we as community activists, we as journalists um, should really get together. We as clergy members um, should get together and try to figure this out. You know, mm-hmm. they don't want the same rhetoric over and over again. They want something new. They want something fresh. And so we have to involve them in that process. And um, as I move forward, uh, once my administration is underway, I really want to have a, a board for our young people to be able to express some of those concerns with um, my office and help us to continue to grow Mm-hmm. And, and and try to understand some of their needs. Well, that's they need good. To be You're heard. making them a part of it because yeah. maybe when they're a part of it, they feel like they're I making so. a difference. Man, I hope so. I yeah. hope it helps. I think you so. know, we have to start somewhere. Yeah. Um, and so uh, I'm starting 
in the world as a public servant now, and uh, I will miss the days of getting up at 3 a.m. in the morning to put on makeup, which took about an hour. No, I will not miss that You won't miss that. No, No. I know you won't. No, no, I know you won't. But I I will miss uh, all of the viewers who have watched me over the years. Yeah, I think those same viewers are rooting for you. They are. Yeah. And I'm thankful to each and every one of them. Yes, yes. Well, we're going to close out the show with a segment called... Hey, man, say man. You ever heard okay. that phrase out here in Memphis? Uh, I heard man. Man, 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 man. Man, man, man. Man. Okay. So when, ain't it man? Ain't it oh, man? Oh, and my world man. famous Kylan. I miss him. And I miss Kylan, oh, too. Ain't it man? Ain't it man? Okay, so, yeah, Mr. I know how to do it. Man. Yes. Oh, yes, my God, I miss you. Now, this is a moment of transparency okay. between you and the verbally effective audience. Okay. So, what I want you to tell them on hey, man, say man. I want you to tell the verbally effective audience one thing that you are and one thing that you're not. Hey, man, I am an educated black professional woman running to be your next Shelby County Juvenile Court clerk as a former journalist and radio personality. I am not a politician, but I am a public servant. You heard it, man, right here. Hey, man, hey, man, she told y'all what was going on. Oh, my God, that is hilarious. Yes, right here on the Verbally so Memphis. Podcast. So Memphis. So, this is a Memphis yeah. pod. So Memphis, I love it. Yes, yeah. well, thank you so much, Janine, thank you. for coming and thank sharing, yeah. breaking down what your role will be. Yeah. And tell them again, you know, the website and how they mm-hmm. can follow the remainder of your journey in this political space. Yeah, so Janine Gordon, J-A-N-E-E. G-O-R-D-O-N. And I normally wouldn't look like this when I'm your clerk, but I've been out on the campaign trail. So I'm a little darker. The hair's a little curly right now, and I have no makeup on. She's about that life. But I'm about that life. So you can go to JanineGordon.com. You can volunteer. There's a volunteer form. You can sponsor a poll worker. The poll workers we need to will need to May 3rd as well. Uh, So please go and get a little bit more information uh, about me and about this journey and become a part of it because I need you. I need you, man. I need you, man. <laughs> I like that. Thank you so much, Janine. Fully love Gordon Thank for you. joining me today on the Verbally Effective Podcast. Thank you. Great questions. You did your homework. Yeah. Uh, and I loved every moment of it. As um, always, you know. Thank you. Thank you know it's how great. we do, Janine. Yeah, you know yeah. how we do. I wish you the best of luck on this campaign. Thank you. I think he got it in the bag. Yeah. Um, Come celebrate with me. Oh, May you know, 3rd, I'm election coming. night, we'll have our watch party there at Perion's uh, in Hickory Hill. So okay. stop by. I'll, I'll, you I'll know, be there. See with some Bell of the results Bond. go across there in the ticker and eat a little food and yes. celebrate with That'll us. That'll be your big night. That's my big night. Yes. I look a little different. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, she going to have I'll try to put some on. clothes on, she some heels. Be, yes. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. I'll go let Sun do my hair and. I'll find somebody to do some makeup for me and everything, so I'll be but ready. But, girl, look at this natural beauty you got going girl. on. Like, yes. come on. I'm kind of loving this tan. I feel like I've been fishing. Yes. And you know, I love to fish, so. Yes. If, if we are feeling temperatures like this already, what what is expected for this summer? Ooh. Well, that's the thing. And I'm thinking, when I... When can I go fishing? Because you know, mm, mm. I don't want to be out on a boat in this 95 degrees. Oh, no, not out here in this humidity, honey. So, for all my bass fishermen and women, 
We got it. We'll figure it out. We'll figure mm-hmm. it out. We'll figure it out. And make sure you guys go ahead and volunteer. You know, donate to the campaign for Janine Fully Love Gordon, your next Shelby County Juvenile Court clerk. Yes. Yes. And thank you guys for tuning in yet again to the Verbally Effective Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on all streaming platforms. Check out the YouTube video on the Ina Esco channel. I'll check back in with you all next week. Thanks for tuning in.